episode number five Hi. of Coffee with Joan and Brent. That was weird. You can tell we yeah, rehearsed that. that. <laughs> I added some spirit fingers to, uh, I don't know, enhance it a bit. So today <laughs> is a very special show because yeah! we have our first guest who hey. is not here yet. So we're going to do our little bit, do our little spiel, and then she will be on Probably in a few minutes. Yeah. Yay. So, first of all, welcome to my current, our current subscribers <laughs> and to all our new viewers. Welcome. We ask that you like this video, subscribe to this video. I still haven't figured out where that is. It's on this side. In this general area. Yeah, in that, some area <laughs> on the screen. And then uh, click the notification bell so that way you know when every video comes so you don't miss it. Mm-hmm. And also check us out on iTunes. You can subscribe and listen to us. If you just want to hear my beautiful voice instead of see my beautiful face, check us out on iTunes. <laughs> also, check us out on our Patreon where you can sponsor oh, us. Yeah. You can get some lovely mugs. Yeah. Like featured here. Thank you. Thank you, Michael Copeland. You can get a shout out. <laughs> you can have a 30 second spot. Or, or you can be a sponsored guest on yes. our show. So yes, check us out. Our Patreon link is in the description below. So mm -hmm. feel free to check that out. Check it out. What? And let's see. I was see. in there for added effect as well. So our guest today will be Dr. Jennifer Malawson. Yes. I know. I don't want to screw Malawson. up her name, Malawson. especially our, our first guest. Let's not screw it up. Yeah. Because that's all we need. Yeah. It's like bad luck. Seven years bad luck. Is it? No. <laughs> so anyway, so we always like to do our welcome. Then we'd like to go on. To the, anything that happened in this past week. Yeah. So what happened? So Brent. Well, I have a good story. Uh, so I did an open house for one of our client or one of our other agents, and uh, it was in Aubrey, Texas, which is a really it's a nice area. It kind of looks like um, I don't know, like picket fences and you know big front porches. It kind of. It's like that East Coast kind of. Yeah. Um, Kind of East Coast swag, if you will. Vibe. That's a good word. I say swag. Right? Vibe. Like, you know, when they hashtag good vibes only. Like that. that means. Vibes. So anyway. Kind of like good vibes. So I, I'm at this vibe. open house. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's an amazing day. It's beautiful outside, right? It's like 65, uh -huh. 65 degrees, sunny. Whatever it's, you it's imagine beautiful to be. It's fantastic. So I go over to this house. Very nice. Met the owners. They took off. Uh, I'm walking through it, getting all the lights turned on, being a good little agent. I go upstairs, and they have this uh, this balcony that's, that stretches the span of the front porch. So it's, you know, the entire width of the house. So I open this up, and I walk out like, oh, this is beautiful. And I walk out, <laughs> and there was, I don't know, 20 wasps that were flying oh. around. And I just had to dive inside. Like, ah! It was... It those, was are, oh, those things are mean. Yeah. Yeah, they were mean. So I went inside and, and locked the door. And so uh, there was a, a agent that came in with her buyers. And I just said, hey, just so you know, if you go upstairs, there's some wasps. You might want to check them out. So Were they part, like, were they... There was no nest. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Maybe they were just attracted to you. Well, who's not? Oh. <laughs> so then, you know, because we are in November, it's a little bit slower for open houses. And I expected this. So I was, you know, doing what any good agent would do and... After I had everything set up, I was watching the Cowboy game, and then I was watching the Raiders game. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, you pay for unlimited data, you yeah. might as well use it, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting on the couch, you know, I had everything waiting, and this is, uh, it's a two-hour open house, and we are an hour and probably 50 minutes in, hour and 45 minutes in. Dang. And I'm sitting there watching the game, and I hear the sound of somebody walking their dogs, and it sounds like they're walking up towards the house. And I thought, who the hell is bringing their dogs into an open house? But it wouldn't shock me, but it'd just be like, it'd be a little weird. Yeah. Because it's like, I wouldn't want just some strange dogs necessarily in my house. Like, I don't know. Maybe some people Maybe don't they... want dogs. Maybe they're allergic. I don't know. Just don't bring your pet into someone's house without Maybe permission. Maybe that's like, you know, people really consider their pet's was, family. So. Or if it was a service dog. I don't know. But I hear like yeah, you know, panting and I hear like a leash or a collar or something. So I stand up. And I see a dog that looks like Benji come walking into the house. Scruff, scruffy little cute dog. Yeah. And a pit bull that walked in 
with Benji. And this... Buddies. Like, I'm not afraid of pit bulls. We have yeah. a Doberman ourselves. Dogs don't scare me. But dogs have potential. Like, I don't know if this is a crazy dog. Yeah. And pit bulls do have the potential to mess you up, right? Yeah. Like, they don't feel pain as much as other dogs because they're bred for fighting. So, I see these two dogs and they walk in to the house just because I left the front door open because heaven forbid I get some fresh air. So they walk <laughs> into the house and before I realized that there's no owner with them, I go, hello. And I stood up like an idiot and I'm thinking, oh no, they're going to, they're going to see me now. <laughs> and so if you walk into the house and then over to the left a little bit is the sectional and I'm just sitting there. Very nice sectional by the way. And I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do this? I mean, this is a small couch. Like, what, <laughs> like, what, what, what do I have to defend myself with if this dog comes? So I, I jump over the couch and the back door is right there. And I was about to just lock myself Bolt. out. I was going to go outside and just close the door, put a barrier between me and the dog. <laughs> and I stood up and I see the dog and I jump over the couch and then the dog kind of looks towards me, but not at me. <laughs> And I don't know, I was just waiting for this dog to just go bananas. I was like, well, I, I, the back door is only like six feet away. So <laughs> either that or I was like, I'm going to have to kick the hell out of this dog if I have to defend myself. Sorry, <laughs> animal lovers. I'm an animal lover too, but I'm not getting my face bit off. Yeah. Yeah. You can do some jujitsu, just like that, that guy that. What, with that the mountain like, lion? Yeah. Yeah, which was overrated. It was a sick baby. But anyway. Well, <laughs> this would have been, a, this would have been on the news. Oh God. Local, <laughs> local realtor. Chips. <laughs> Beloved, Chokes probably Mala. probably veteran dog. Probably like the sweetest dog, dog ever. <laughs> so, uh, as I stood up and I jump over the couch and I'm getting ready to walk towards that back door, then the dogs just turn around and walk out. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then I, 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 okay, I better close this door. And so I like go running towards the front door, just praying that this dog doesn't turn around and charge <laughs> me. And I like slam the door. I'm like, oh my God. So then... I'm sitting at, you know what? I take that back. It was probably an hour and a half in because I still had another half hour to go. And I see the dog just kind of wander off. So then I'm sitting kind of by a front room looking at the window. And maybe 10 minutes later, I see that dog just go the other way. <laughs> just going bananas. I don't know where the other dog is. It just I just see it taken off. I was that like, one's oh, probably maybe just the, watching. Maybe, no, it took off. And then I see um, a police cruiser going after it, just driving. Oh. So I was like, oh, maybe the cop's trying to get it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so then... Um, a buyer comes through, like I see a car pull up and then I sit in there, okay, I got my sheet ready. I'm gonna, you know, greet them. And then I hear the little dog barking. Oh. And I was like, oh, all right, maybe it's another dog? Yeah. And so then the lady comes in, she's really nice and, and toured the house and got her information. And then as she's leaving, she's like, she goes, she steps up the front door, she goes, oh, just so you know, there's a pit bull that was running around. <laughs> so I guess she was confronted by that dog too. Like still, like 30 minutes later, the dog was there. And I, I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, he's really nice, but he charges at you. You just got to stand still. I was like, oh, great. So I'm like, oh, fantastic. So then we wrap up the open house and I, and I turn off all the lights. And then I like peek my head outside and I was like, oh, God, once I lock the door, like that's it. Because I put the key in the lockbox. There's nothing I can do. So I lock the door and then I like open Bolted up my trunk. The- no, I open up my trunk oh. and I grab that open house sign and throw it in the car and I'm like looking around and I jump into the car. Maybe he just wanted to take a look at the I don't know. It probably was a nice dog. Yeah. It probably was. She said he was nice. It's yeah. just some stray dog. But I don't know. Like, what if it's a mean dog? And yeah. like, that's you not a dog I'm going to be able to fight off that easy. Yeah. So that was my open house story. <laughs> um, we, um, a lot of friends have pit bulls and they are the cutest, the cute, they have, they have the sweetest personalities, at least the ones that we know. Yeah. They have the sweetest personalities. They Not Michael Vicks. Oh, jeez. Well, those are... Those are uh, Ron Mexico? Those are, those. Ron Mexico's pit bulls? Uh, no, but our... We... I don't know. We love them. They're like the sweetest dogs. And um, they get a really bad rep. So does, you know, Dobermans. Dobermans mm-hmm. get bad reps, but... Yeah, well, because they, okay. they look scary. Yeah. But if you know ours, he's, he's really mean. Shut up, Joe. Maybe there's bur- burglars <laughs> that are listening to our podcast and they're going to break into our house. He's got a pretty loud bark, though. I don't know. Well, there's my open I house story. Him, yeah. <laughs> and then, Joan, you are having... Your, well, I guess you didn't 
didn't happen already, but it's coming up. You have an online Yeah, I've got class. an online class. I've got an online, um, I guess you'd call it, consider it a, a health a health class. What would you consider it? What category, category would you put that under? I don't care. I, <laughs> you should care. I do care, babe. You should care. I care a lot. It's, um, so it's, the name of the class is called Mama's Holiday Survival. I should probably remember. Mamas don't let your Ma- boys grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> No, mama, like mama's holiday survival class. Essentially, I um, created or I gathered up all the content that I have from pre, like many, many years of many, many moons, many, many years of like health advice that I've I've personally been given. Anything that we've learned over time, um, the health advice I've been given and ignored. <laughs> have um different products that we use specifically through young living and um young living <laughs> i don't know why i said it i don't know but um and some some other different advice to uh teach people how to essentially survive the holiday season without getting sick i don't know how i'm going to survive this room it's hotter than hell in yeah it's pretty you hot that? yeah it's pretty hot i don't know that's okay Maybe can you just open that door for a little bit sure live Look at that. No editing, people. D- does it feel cooler now? Should I use it as a fan? I don't know. I'm also drinking hot coffee, so. I think I'm only getting the benefit of this fanning. Yeah. Oh, Should I just good. leave it open? Like that? Yeah, for now. For now. Mm-hmm. Until looks, our guest. It looks so professional. Until our guest, Dr. Jennifer Malasson, <laughs> comes. Um, no, I, what I wanted to do is I wanted, I geared it towards moms. Because a lot of the times for the holiday season, it's tough for moms. Um, Say moms again. Moms, mamas, mother, mother, mamacita, mother, but it's, it's, it's tiresome, at least, um, from my perspective, because I am a mom, I can speak from that kind of experience that it's, it's tough to handle a lot of stress sometimes, you know, with the kids running around and, um, we need to get sponsored by a whiskey company. Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) Hashtag stress relief. Let's reach out to Witherspoon Distillery. Oh Yeah. Yeah, we went there one time. That was good. Yeah. That was good fun. We time. sponsored them, so they should sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to the class. Um, we talk about stress management, how to utilize sleep, how to um, or how you you need sleep, and how. Um, Why are you yelling? I'm not yelling. You're screaming. You're screaming. Manage sleep. That's that's how you were talking through. Uh, the... I, I am passionate about what I do. <laughs> Same here. About pit bulls. About... <laughs> It was you Mr. Were, Worldwide. You were, you were talking loud too, and I didn't say anything was, because I didn't interrupt. Because I you. was passionate about Mr. <laughs> Worldwide Pitbull coming through. Oh my goodness. Dolly. Did you just. Well, I guess he's still relevant though. I'm a hip dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Um, should, I, should I say it quieter? Like, should I speak a little bit? You could just speak under the indoor voice, no, inside voice. No. It's not recess. Recess. So it's geared towards mamas. Yeah. That have stress problems during the holidays. Yes, because a lot of the times during the holiday season, we like get sick. Like they have to sick. go shopping? They no. have to go shopping? They get... A lot of kids get sick. A lot of the times people and their kid, like their kids get sick. Everybody's getting sick. And so who has time to be sick? Nobody. Nobody has time to be sick. Anybody got time for that? <laughs> but it's so easy to... It's so easy and simple to keep your immunity up during this time. Yes. So that was the whole point of my class. Plus, I wanted, I know a lot of moms have a hard time reaching out to, you know, their friends and their family for help because they like to take everything on for themselves. So. Not me. I like to put my problems Are on you everyone. a mom? No. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of times. I identify as a mom right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now what? My... What? Anyway. Well, you can join the class. I want to. See? 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 So, Yeah. I thought it would be a good place for all the moms. Like a I'm saying mom again. Like a community. Yeah. For all of them to kind of learn how to De-stress. deal with, yeah, deal with different kind of stress. Well, sorry. Deal with different kind of stresses, especially throughout the holiday season yeah. because it's easy. Oh, it's easier to prevent it than it is to um, fix it after, I guess mm. is what I'm, tr- what I'm trying to say. So you're saying... Ask for permission. Don't beg for forgiveness. I don't know if that's... It's probably not relevant to what you're saying. Any... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I wasn't listening. But if you would like to learn more, it's completely free. 
100% free. The class is... But not absolutely free. No. (laughs) Is this absolutely free? Or what was he? (laughs) Joke lost. (laughs) Someone like firing up a Harley outside? I don't know. I don't know. Man, we live in a rough area town. (laughs) Yeah, but the class is free. It's online. It's on Facebook. And um, I I just want to present the information out there. I will say something nice though. I will say something nice. What? That you have put a ton of work into this. Yes, I have. And, and so, how do I know? Because I've had to proofread all of it. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure there's valuable information for everybody. I don't, you know, I want everybody to know that it's it's simple and there's always options for you. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be miserable. You can always prevent it. You can enjoy your time with the family. The holiday season does not have to be stressful. Well, <laughs> I'm saying it doesn't have to it be. It depends who your family is, yes. right? Like I've got a great family on yeah. both sides. I mean, yes. they would never cause any stress for me. <laughs> so, I mean. But it's stressful nonetheless. We're, we're doing all kinds of things. Yeah, just even if it's good stress, you're still getting yeah, stressed. Still and stressed. you're not sleeping and you're eating junk food. Yes. Yeah, it's a good time, but it's also a stressful time. Yeah, and so, it, would, it would be nice to not have to get it ruined by being sick. Yeah, So because being sick is not Seriously, fun. if you're a mom, check it out because it's free. Yeah, it's free. It's free. She won't even spam you. No. So spam. how does someone find out about this so-called class job? They can go on Facebook. Don't do they have to be friends with you? Um, mm. do they? I don't know. We have we have, have tens of viewers. Friends. Tens of subscribers. Well, you know what? Why don't we link it? All right, we'll put down the we'll below. put the link. Let me let me take a little note for that there. Yeah. Link in <laughs> description. description. Oh, that's good. I, I spelled I nailed the spelling of that one. <laughs> I'm in real estate people. Uh, the other thing is for those who are listening only on iTunes, mm-hmm. how would they check that out, Joan? They can also. Oh, I'm so. I think I can link. do. I think yeah. I can put descriptions in my. Yeah, you can. Uh, see, I never do that. I probably should. Yeah, probably know. should. Yeah, we'll figure so, it out. So, yeah. if you're listening to this, look below, and you'll probably see something good to click on. Yeah. All right. So check Again. out Joan's online young young living <laughs> class. It's not just a young living class, though. It's not, because it's it's a class. Hang on, see if I because I helped her craft this message. I'm like mad. I'm like Don Draper. <laughs> it's stress relief and happiness management sure. with the occasional use of some oils to yeah amplify to enhance your enhance. experience. Yes, it's like alcohol and Vicodin. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just I don't want I don't want it to you know. I don't want anybody to feel obligated to be like... Are you impressed by my pencil twirling, by the I way, am. like you do? Yeah. Like yours looks just like that ceiling. Yeah, t- that's what it looks like. I'll be thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> I do appreciate the effort, though. Yeah. So, again, free. Free. No obligation to buy or sell anything. Just... Yeah. I'm going to have all the information that I have. Put it out there. Even and if, if you don't like it, can you just go on your page <laughs> so she feels good about herself? Yeah. Even just leave angry emojis. That'd be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then for my class, it was my real estate class called Bold. We've been doing something that's kind of interesting and it's supposed to raise your financial thermostat. So what that is, is the amount of money that you can make in a year that you will not tolerate making any less than. Mm-hmm. So apparently for some points of my life, it's been $5. <laughs> That's not good. It's not good. That's not good. Right? So, you know, you could say it's a million dollars, but if you're not making a million dollars, then that's not what your financial thermostat is. Mm-hmm. So this is a class, or a little exercise that we're doing to uh, raise our financial thermostat, to get us used to living in a certain way, which I mean, look at me, steak and caviar. <laughs> steak for sure. Yep. And I mean, chicken caviar. <laughs> 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 we can't. Jack and I can't. We oh, yeah, can't partake in the. You're allergic to chicken caviar. Partake in the, the chicken caviar. So this exercise, what you do is they have a blank checkbook register. So for all you millennials out there, by the way, is that still recording? Okay, good. Yes. We had a good. We had good luck last. Okay, so you get a blank checkbook register, and then you get. Oh, look at Joan. Just going to check her text in the middle of the podcast. How about that? Well, guess who Living it is? Life. Guess who it is? Is it Dr. Jennifer Malasson? Sure is. Is she on her way? Yes. How long ago was that? Uh, a few minutes ago. Okay, so she'll be here shortly. Yay! So anyway, so you take a blank check- checkbook register and then your first deposit, you get a deposit every day. And it's like that movie Brewster's Millions where you have to spend it all, at least this one is all in one day. So your first deposit you get is $3,000 and you have to write down specifically what you're going to spend that on. And you can't give it away and you can't 
um, just like say buy stocks, right? You have to buy something with it. And the next day it's 6,000. Then the next is 12, then 24, then 48, then 96, then one, I don't know, math. So it just keeps doubling and doubling and doubling. And you have to come up with creative stuff to spend that money. And it's kind of a fun exercise because the first thing, and some people have a real hard time spending money, yeah. right? They have that, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> they have that uh, close tie with money. Yeah. And they, they, they want to hold on to it. And not me. Like I, no problem spending it. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, today I got like a $768,000 deposit. What? And I paid off my house and bought three rental properties. So it, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I can't wait till we get to like three million. I was telling some of the people on my team, I'm going to look like Scarface. Just a <laughs> mountain of coke up here. And Oh, that's good. What? <laughs> this isn't a kid's show. I'm not this saying that. Real this, is, this is real life. This is real life. Our set's going to change. I'm going to have like a mirror with a razor blade. Yeah, that's good. That's a... What? Healthy lifestyles, right? It's organic Coke. <laughs> well, that's good. No pesticides were used in this Yeah, game. only like gasoline only? and lighter food or whatever. <laughs> but it's organic. It does sound organic. Gasoline. Organic gasoline. <laughs> oh and my goodness. Then, so that was kind of a cool thing. So valuable. Valuable information that we're... Well, okay, and the last thing, our, the last thing, because we always like to talk about Jack and the funny things he does. Oh, yes. And he's the best. We're discovering that he, he really, I mean, he takes after his dad and his grandpa. We all <laughs> are like jokesters and we like to make people laugh and we especially like to tease girls and women. It's just awesome for yes. us. So he's starting to do that now. And when I view it through that lens of he's trying to figure out what's funny and learn a sense of humor, it yes. makes a lot more sense and it's a lot less irritating because you're like why are you doing that stop yeah. it it's not funny because he hasn't figured out what's funny yet like he has this friend named liz which he really likes her yeah but i look over the other day oh hey how about oh, that oh look at that is that our guest dr jennifer malasa it is what you, is she already here is she inside i mean is she at the front door she might be all right joe can you grab the all right door? i will all, all right. right we'll see you in just a little bit we'll right back so we are Yay. back okay back live for the second time with dr jennifer malasin <laughs> With Cedar Physical Therapy and Wellness. Hi, everybody. I sound way better now. I know what you're doing. I know yeah. the name of it. So uh, we were recording, and then we realized the thing stopped again, as if you're a frequent viewer of the show. Not, <laughs> many, not many people are, but it tends to do that, and I don't know why. Just, I know. And we've had... Leave like, something in the comments. Help us, people. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we got to go back and reintroduce, because we had one second recorded. It was a good one second. We'll make a bonus of that. Bonus episode. <laughs> okay, so we're with Dr. Jennifer Lawson, and she is a physical therapist and has some pretty unique, I don't even know what's the word, takes on physical therapy? Styles? Sure, techniques? Yeah, techniques. Techniques. Okay, so what where'd you grow that? up? <laughs> Tell us about you yeah, for the I, third time probably. I was born and raised in Lafayette, Louisiana in the heart of Cajun country. Okay. And um, went to undergrad at UL Lafayette there. Oh, okay. University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Um, I'm in real I think estate, so they've yeah. changed the name now. U of L, University of Louisiana. Like the like the L, like how Miami has the U, mm -hmm. the L. Yeah. So instead of U L L, it's now U L U L. Okay. Um, All right. Oh, uh, because that would be hard. U L. Yeah. yeah. People could say it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, and yeah. then you were a sports trainer. Yes. That was your your dream, or just kind of what you fell into? Um, I actually. Kind of fell into it when I was in eighth grade. Um, a girl whose mom also taught at the same school we went to, she was like, Hey, I'm gonna be a trainer for the football team in the fall. And since your mom works here and you're here all the time, do you want to help me? So I was like, Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how I got so my Just start. randomly, like, Hey, it just helped tape up this knee or whatever. Yeah, and then like learned how to <laughs> tape ankles and can make a mean ice bag, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Does, I, know. I like that ice bag. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, the ice bag. We can share that story later. Okay. <laughs> it's about her today. I know. I know. It's about I know. <laughs> okay. So then, then what made you change your course from sports training? Yeah. 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 Sports training. Because uh, when it didn't record, Joan said that she works with a lot of sports people, which we figured <laughs> out is called athletes. <laughs> Right? Yes. So when did you transition from Apple just being a trainer to becoming a physical therapist? Um, when I was in college, I was a student trainer for okay. the first year and a half. And then um, I ended up switching my major from athletic training to exercise science because I realized I wanted to go to physical therapy school. Okay. 
and that was a more direct route uh, uh, with so, okay. credits and such. Um, and then my grandmother had a stroke while I was in college oh, and um, watched her recover from being uh, like in ICU in the hospital to like going through the rehab process and she went back home and lived independently uh-huh. again. Um, so got to see the therapy process. And, yeah, um, that's a lot of work, she, right? She always used to tell this story of how... I don't want to move my thumb. And they tell you therapy to move your thumb. Oh. But, but look, look, it actually worked, you know, hey, um, that's... to get her back to be independent at home again. Huh. So that's great. Fun fact. I used to think occupational therapy was uh, people just needing help with their jobs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, oh, not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I can see where you get that, though. Not yeah. far off. Yeah. It just, a big facet of what they do. Talk yeah, well, it was from office yeah. space because they had the occupational hypnotherapist and it was like a oh, hypnotherapist to help them with their right. job. So then I was like, yeah, <laughs> might as well. I'm smart. Okay, so then you said, okay, I'm going to be a physical therapist and did you, you had to apply to a bunch of schools? Yes. Okay. And then you ended up going to ULL. Well, ULL yeah. was my, yeah, oh, wait. ULL was my undergrad. Oh, that's right. You went to Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, and so I ended up going to the University of South Alabama in Mobile for physical therapy school. You saw them. Yeah, USA. <laughs> USA is A-OK. Yes. Okay. So you went yeah. to USA. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Where did you go to college? Sounds like you're lying. I went to USA. Uh, yeah. Okay. And right. then, and so you already did four years of college mm-hmm. and then you did how many years three. is that? Three there? Yes. Three years, three years of grad school. So it was a, a, lot a long seven years. And then you have to like do resident or not residency, but like intern fellowship um, those, the rings, like, <laughs> those are options. Um, I did, they're not mandatory, but they oh, are, there are different it. residency and fellowship programs you can get for, for different things if okay. you're interested in I definitely would pursuing have not that, that route. I would have come out. Yeah. At that point I, I did consider it in a, I was like, I've had you just did school. seven years of school. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so they did that. And then From, did you start there in did you go back and move home to Louisiana? No, I actually moved here to Texas. I lived in Abilene for three years. Oh, that's right. Um, worked at a great place called the West Texas Rehabilitation Center okay. in pediatrics. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, I've so always loved the, the kiddos. Kids. Yeah, the kids? And so good. that's then, where... Then I'm just going to drop Jack off with you. <laughs> on the premise of him walking on his toes, but I'm just going to be like, just just take him yeah. where it is. <laughs> okay, and so then you, you were there, and then... What made you, you moved again then? I did. I got a little homesick, so okay. oh, yeah. back home to Lafayette uh, for three years. Okay. And then now you're here? Uh, I had a little detour year. I, um, oh, that's right. actually yeah. traveled in 2018, so I worked as a traveling physical therapist in North Carolina, Georgia, and California. Oh, that's right. Okay. So you, you said that on our meeting that you kind of would go to places that, was it like a, it was like a. Not a temp service. Yeah, or it, it, it kind of is. It's okay. like travel nursing. So if a facility has a hole um, and a need for a therapist, they'll put you in to cover if they have an employee that's out on a sick leave or maternity leave or... Do you have the option to say yes or no where you go or it's just like, yes. no, you're going? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. So they're, um, you work with a recruiter and they okay. present you with many options and then you can figure out like... I would have chose like the Bahamas yeah, and like Hawaii there. and like that's all. Yeah. Yeah. And those are a little bit harder to get um, because a lot of people do want to yeah. do like Hawaii yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So like a list. Really expensive to yeah. live there. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they probably pay you more though to go to like less desirable. desirable. Um, usually the more rural the place mm-hmm. is, they will... Sometimes pay you a little bit more. That's good. Put me yeah. out in the middle of Saskatchewan or something. <laughs> the oh, too cold. Too cold. Yeah, too cold. Yeah, that's that's really true. <laughs> that's cool. So then, and then you went all over there and then that was last year? That was 2018, yes. Okay. And then I moved here to Dallas uh, at the end of 2018 and uh, here to McKinney in January. Sweet. And you love it, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is a hesitation. What is this? It's been an interesting year. Yeah. it's. I'm sure it's a busy year with the... You know, the business yes. and trying yes, to uh, get out. <laughs> the uh, idea of this company kind of started rumbling around at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and then um, right, decided so what, to go What for made it. you start, start your company? I wanted to provide um, awesome service to people on like a more individualized level. Okay. Um, a lot of 
current models in PT outpatient clinics is... Like the, zipper models? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, oftentimes, therapists will see many people at one time. Oh, really? And, yeah, there were times when I would see, like, four or five or six people at one time in an hour. And, um, oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't particularly care for that model. Because you couldn't give yeah. them the care that they right. really needed. Yeah. Huh. And, and everybody is so unique in whatever they need. So right. So, like, it literally might be seeing somebody for a knee and somebody else for an ankle issue and two people with low back pain over here and oh. somebody with... A jaw issue over mm -hmm. here, and so it was just like That's running like a quite chicken, a range, yeah. With your head cut off, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, do you, do you? I assume that was because of insurance, right? That you would take so many. Yes. And now you, you don't work work with insurance. No, I, I chose to be cash based because I can provide a much um, a different service, and I like the one on one aspect. And um, yeah, that sounds neat. People also get better results if they've got a little bit of skin in the game. Yeah. So research that is has very shown that. very true. Yep, that's so. very true. They'll do their homework. Yep. It's on. If you it's keep, on. I keep staring at the camera to make sure it's on. <laughs> now I'm paranoid. Yeah, I can see the That's cool. So so tell us about your business. You you travel, Yes. Right? So I'm mobile, so I go to the client to their home or office or gym or wherever it's convenient. Um, so it saves them the drive time to and from a clinic. Okay. Plus they get to be in an environment where they're already comfortable in. Um, I'm sometimes... not comfortable in my own house, though, so that's uh -oh. a problem. <laughs> Can you refer me? <laughs> so what, what seems, what what stood out to me when I first met you was I, I, your technique and your philosophy. Philosophy. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Because I keep wanting to say hypothesis, but that sounds like it's just like made up. Yeah. My educated guess. Your educated <laughs> <laughs> uh, About, well, I'll let you talk about what, what makes you different than other physical therapists because we worked with physical therapists but what you said you had some unique stuff about you yeah so a couple years ago I found this great treatment technique called neurokinetic therapy or NKT and it changed the way I thought about everything mm -hmm. um, even outpatient ortho issues like have a neuro component because your brain controls your muscles mm -hmm. so through this technique it uses manual muscle testing so non-invasive um, to let me know if the brain has a good signal to the muscle or if it's struggling. Okay. And through that process, you can figure out which muscles the brain's overworking and which ones are underworking. Well, you can't And tell. get it to rebalance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, sometimes you can tell. Uh, I've had... Um, <laughs> my brother is a bodybuilding coach and I've worked uh, with some bodybuilders before and like when they go to a certain pose, they notice like asymmetry. Uh, and it's cool because after you do the correction and their brain can refine that muscle, like you can literally watch it change. Fire, and things like, become, wow. Yeah, the muscle comes back in and <laughs> so you crazy. can literally watch it change. Or I just get my pec implants and flex <laughs> that way. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's super cool because everybody's brain has done whatever it needs to do to keep them safe and then functional. So uh -huh. nobody is the same in how their brain's chosen to recruit their muscles so does the brain actually rewire itself based on yes okay so so like okay so what would make the brain act different like 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 with the skin how does that so um your motor control is driven by sensory information that your brain gets from the receptors in your skin okay so if there's any type of skin trauma like a scar a burn a tattoo or a piercing um or even like stretch marks which is really interesting. Um, the brain gets these guns. <laughs> the brain gets a different signal, and so different information in, so it chooses to use your muscles a different way. Huh. So, an example I commonly see is um, like ladies who have had to have a C-section or multiple C-sections. Mm -hmm. Their brain cannot find their core muscles the way it's supposed to, and oftentimes they come in and tell me, "Hey, I've got back pain. I've got hip pain. I've got neck pain," because all well, these other muscles. <laughs> it's well, okay. The, all of it is like well, because yeah, I mean, Joan, Joan's been. Working I work. With, I work with her. With, do I call you doctor? Do I call you Jennifer? Do I call <laughs> you Dan? <laughs> Jen Doctor J. Jen is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been. I've been working with her, and um, 
I've had a C-section, I had a belly button ring, and everything that she's talking about. Rebel. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, but this is a long time ago, too. I got that belly button well, ring. Well, I would hope so. A long time. 35, <laughs> going to go get some piercings. No, but I, like, you know, you'd assume that, okay, the automatic trauma, like, the, the, the amount of time you... The, yeah, the acute trauma is over. Yeah, like, yeah. you'd think yeah. that that wouldn't affect anything right yeah. now. It's crazy. I've worked with ladies who were like, my kid's 30 years old and like end up crying on the table. They're like, I haven't felt that muscle turn back on in like 30 years. That's, like, that's wild. It's crazy. Um, Cause your brain stores trauma and scars. Huh. And so sometimes you might not even realize that you're carrying around some trauma that you haven't dealt with yet. Um, so. So, so what if there's a, somebody that has like a surgery, right? But then so you have two people, one that had a normal surgery, you know, stitched up, but then you had one that was repaired by a plastic surgeon and the scar is more minimal. Would that one have less trauma? Nope. No. Okay. It's the same. Wow. Yeah. Like something as small as a, a scope hole, like if you've had your knee scoped or scope, yeah. um, your ankle or mm-hmm. you've had your gallbladder removed, like a scar that big can have had people who can't find their core just the same as somebody who has... But, a really big scar. But you would say, like, even a knee scope would affect their core, too? It's possible. I guess it depends on how your it body... It depends on how your body has adapted and that's messed up. responded. That's crazy. That's messed up, but, I mean, it's like... It seems to be the only thing that really makes a lot of sense for all of Joan's issues. <laughs> like, it really does, because yes. we've kind of explored everything. Yeah, we've explored a lot of avenues. And as much as we... as Well, I say me. As much as he's researched, <laughs> um, we never actually stumbled upon any of this, like the, well, never the scars and the skin being a huge, um, a huge aspect of how your body can respond to certain trauma, certain all kinds of things, and how it can go up your spine. Like that, that was brand new to us, and we I feel like we've been do- dealing with it for a long time, so. Yeah, so now when I see people and I see like they've got a nose ring or something, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Your core's turning oh, up. Man. <laughs> yeah, and every every scar is different. That's why we go through the testing process to figure out like what it is linked with and what it's mm-hmm. not. Is um, it possible that people could have, say, a scar, but it doesn't affect them, really? Um, or is it just all varying degrees? I've seen some where they don't but a lot of the ones that i've seen that are related to like surgeries and uh-huh. traumas i've found to affect in some way hmm. usually now is it still similar like let's say there was a a torn rotator cuff or something like that but they never got it scoped i know that's not necessarily in the skin but would there still be other things that would affect you throughout the body like the the neurons or the nerves um, Help me out, Doc. For that, I'm, I'm for here. that, that might be more of like a localized or like upper quarter. Mm-hmm. But if thing. they got it scoped, though, then that could oh. affect a lot more. Yeah, then, like right? I've seen somebody who had one shoulder scoped mm-hmm. and um, dislocation problems, and that ended up affecting the other shoulder stability like pretty significantly. Yeah. Hmm. So, so. Without giving away your, your secrets. So how do you go about rehabbing people? So first got to figure out what's working and what's not. And Uh then, um, go through the restoration process. Um, actually got kind of a a three step Mm -hmm. process we work through. The first is education because I want everybody to understand what's going on with their body. Um, and once you really Mm -hmm. understand, then we can move into the restoration process, which is going through the corrections Mm -hmm. and then I can give very specific homework. Like you need to release this muscle or work on this scar. And then you need to turn on X, Y, and Z Uh right after to let your brain make a new course of how it's going to move. Right. I know she's always doing homework. Yeah. I want it to get better. (laughs) And which is great because your brain learns by repetition. So Mm -hmm. like a good analogy is if, uh, you're, the way it had been doing is like a super highway. Mm-hmm. Well, when we make a new correction, we're like on a dirt road. Uh-huh. But the more you do your corrections and your homework, that dirt road turns into a gravel road and then a paved road and then a two lane and a four lane and working its way to back to being a super highway. Yeah. Way. Your brain easily goes, oh, this is how I need to move. Mm-hmm. Let me do wow. this. Instead of, stuff I've never even heard of going back to the old way of 
compensating and trying to get you through. So for people listening out there, what are some things that they could be on the lookout that like, they may not even realize like, Oh, that's, that's causing it, right? Dysfunctional. Dysfunctional problems. Yeah. A lot of times, um, if you're having pain and you've already tried like stretching and strengthening and, or, Oh, Hey, I foam roll all the time, but it doesn't really get better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, or I've tried this and this and this, or I go to the gym all the time, but my core never gets stronger. Mm-hmm. Those are some context clues. Yeah. Hey, maybe you need to look at it in a little bit of a different way. Right. And see what might be the root cause of the issue. That's interesting. So people should be on the lookout. Like, do I have any, um, do I have any tattoos that could affect anything? You know, mm-hmm. like if you're having problems, some of the things that, uh, that you would definitely specialize on in would be. Like tattoos, you said piercings, yep. scars, scars, and you said stretch marks, which is something new I yeah. haven't heard of. Um, that's the, crazy. Talk, because can you talk about that? Because skin that's... <laughs> has changed that sensory input. Those it's receptors up. The body did it to itself. It did. It's up. It did it for, you know, it had its purpose in doing it, but it caused another yeah. thing. So I've seen stretch marks basically turn muscles off just like a scar would do. Wow. But the cool thing that's is, nice. is you can fix it. Yeah. That is, yeah, so. that is wild. I, I was telling her that she got me on like this whole, I nerded out on it. Right. So then I'm sitting around and I'm, I think it's probably like 4am and I'm on my phone looking <laughs> at like, okay. So she had a belly button piercing. I mean, it's such a tiny little hole, right? Yeah. It's not like, it doesn't seem like it would affect anything, anything. especially years after. Yeah. Cause you were what? 21 when you got that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was a rebel. She was a, a young rebel. <laughs> and so then I was looking up like, because at one point you had mentioned that it was along like a meridian, right? You started, you said that some things are along the energy, like... Yeah, the scars same. or piercings can affect the way energy flows in your body. Right, which some people are going to be like, okay, that's hokey. But like I've had experience with acupuncture for decades and I, I've really benefited from it. And so, you know, you kind of look at like, well, what are you doing now? How's that working for you? You know, yeah. try to look at something new. And... uh I looked up, you know, acupuncture meridians and, you know, they have them that go up and down throughout your body. And then there's one that runs just dead center mm-hmm. and it's called the conception vessel. Oh, no, no, I asked her this and she oh, yeah. <laughs> the name of it. Yeah. But anyways, and, and so it, it runs here and then the, the spot exactly on your, your belly button where you would get a pierced is CV8. That's what it says now. I checked it on several sites. I mean, it's on the internet. It has to be true, right? <laughs> but Google it's said. funny, though. It said that that one spot is the one place in Chinese medicine where it is forbidden to needle. They are forbidden to put a needle there because it disrupts t- the energy in the body. And I was like, oh, let's just stick a rod through it and just leave it there for you know yeah. a decade. Yeah. Or more. So, or more. <laughs> yeah. So and I thought that was very interesting. And interestingly, in development, because of you know, the navel being where your umbilical cord is attached right. to the baby, to the mom, like a lot of things fascially come out from the center as mm. the baby grows, um, oh. and different organ systems yeah. grow and mature. Um, and so a lot of things like that is your life source right there yeah. at your belly button. That's they so, said of Chinese medicine too. Like that's where life starts. And then when you die, it goes out there. So I told Jonah, I'll just put a bandaid. On my <laughs> I'm, I'm never Don't go out. That's so interesting. So, but I mean, it, it, it all can be fixed though, right? Yes. Okay. It just, does it depend on the severity of the scar or does it just depend on how the how brain's? Old, how Um, some scars, if they're really small and they're moving pretty well and only are a little bit restricted, it might not take a whole long time. Okay. If you've got a really big scar, there's a lot of adhesions and restrictions. It's going to take longer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I see. So, so I tell people, um, scars are projects. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can even see changes, um, in scars, like working on them, like way down the road. Okay. So does it matter where the scar is? Like it, let's say it's on your core area. Is that going to affect you more or than something that say it's on your shoulder or your knee? Would that be more likely to turn off your core muscles? If it's on the abdomen or the back, uh, or the chest, I've found that it generally does affect the core. Um, if you have a scar on your ankle, is it going to affect your core? Maybe, maybe not, but I wouldn't be the first place I would go to look for it. I would start more, uh, locally. Okay. But 
your body compensates all over. Like it might use your eyes to compensate for a muscle or your jaw or a slight tip of your head, like, or a way you hold tension or the way you crawl your toes. Like it's crazy how it compensates. It's true. She did that. So the first well, I test. Curl my toes. My toes are always curled. <laughs> the first test she did with me is like just to, don't give away her secrets. Well, no, it's just no, a, she it's can, a test. It's a test. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not giving away secrets. No, but I did a test of just stand on one foot. And the first thing she noticed was my mouth go like that. And she's like, Oh, and I did, I didn't pay attention to that at all. So that's crazy that because I'm lifting my leg that this happened just to make sure I can stabilize. That's, it's weird. <laughs> Yeah. It's weird what your body yeah. does to come. And it's subtle and we're not oftentimes even aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Like definitely not aware of it. So, I mean, that's a kind of another reason that <clears throat> if you can't avoid surgery at all costs, try to. Yeah. I would assume. I mean, if there, obviously if it's yeah. life-saving or necessary, then sure. But, you know, like at one point, you know, you were at one point thinking, oh gosh, do I have to have some sort of back surgery or neck surgery to fix something? Mm-hmm. Luckily we didn't do that. I yeah. wonder. She's had... um I don't know. I guess with a needle being inserted, would that cause issues too? It can. Because what did you have done? I had cortisone shots in when I was... Um, in your spine? Like, yeah. Like, I was a teenager the first time, I think. I think I wrote it down in my little thing, but um, just... I got probably three cortisone shots in my back at different points in my life, so I... <laughs> that may Is that where they, like, were doing, like, the... They, <clears throat> The, you know, the, the needle way deep in your... Yeah, and they've got the... The picture of the, the image. Like, whatever yeah, it's horoscopy. Yeah. Yeah. So, it wasn't anything intense, but... Still. They, yeah. had, to, like, give you, they had to give you locals to... Yeah. Well, I don't... It's terrible. They didn't cut me open, but... No, well, clearly that's... A, they just... Stuck a, a giant needle in there. It's a puncture wound. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So... See, you should have left everything alone. <laughs> See, yeah, you should well, have I never did. had a child. You <laughs> should have been left alone. Huh. I did. Okay, so how can people find you? I I mean, besides being in my in our studio right now. <laughs> yeah, um, my website is www.cedarptwellness.com. C-E-D-A-R? A-R, yes. Okay, ptwellness.com. Okay. Um, I'm on Facebook Okay. as Jennifer Malasson. Can you spell that? M E L A N. Oh, see, you nailed it. Did you just sign that to me? It's habit sometimes. Wait, you do you sign that? A little. Did you just say a little? I did. I took a few classes when I worked in pediatrics because it helped communicate with the kids, and I found it pretty useful. Wow. So. I I remember it was like all the rage in like elementary school. The kids were like all the rage. It was everybody. Everybody was like for some reason bad. Causing me trauma. No. <laughs> Emotional trauma. Emotional trauma. Okay, so we can find you on Facebook? Yes. Okay, but, you know, I mean, there's going to be trillions of people watching this, so, like, you don't want creepy people to all be your friends. So they can <laughs> no. go on there, they can email you? What, sure. What's an email for you? Uh, Jennifer at cedarptwellness.com. Okay, is there two N's? Yes, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R. I had to ask that, because <laughs> you never know. Let's see. Uh, well, she likes to travel. Oh yeah! Tell so us about. Let's talk about travel. <laughs> yes. Tell us about your your travels that you did. Was it last year or two years ago or this year? Uh, I have done quite a bit of traveling. Um, this year I went to Senegal in Africa in June on a medical mission trip. That's so cool. Uh, with a group through South Alabama, it took a a group of med students that had just finished their first year, and we did a healthcare clinic. That's cool. for five days in a really rural village. Mm. Um, and then we did got. You, did you blend in? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we didn't blend in uh, super well. Okay. That's cool. That's like, um, with my family, yeah, with like the family. towering. As my dad says, I'm the albino praying mantis of your family. And so you went there and you, you were helping people in like a village? Yes. We se? put on a healthcare clinic so they could come in and we had several doctors and nurse practitioners. Um... And then I was the only physical therapist. Okay. Um, so, This yeah. is all planned out, I assume, right? You didn't just show up and just, like, oh, walk no. into the village like, hey. No, this had been planned for months. Um, the uh, organization, uh, Christian Medical Missions mm-hmm. of South Alabama, has a relationship with uh, a church there. And they had oh, okay. been, like, two years before. So That's so cool. Yeah, the I mean, relationship you, was already there. Did for, you like it? 
Like, was it? I did. It was uh, very interesting. Uh-oh. Um, definitely, <laughs> definitely a uh, a cultural experience. Uh-huh. How was yeah, the food there? So- Dr. Jen? <laughs> the food tasted good. Um, unfortunately, a lot of us didn't quite agree with our tummies. Mm. Um, yeah. But it did uh, taste good. So. Well, that's good. I yeah. guess at least it tasted good. That'd be bad if it didn't taste good and yeah. then it still made you sick. How long were you there for? Uh, we were say? there for almost two weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. And was the, tra- <laughs> was the travel, like, easy or was it not so easy? Um... The flights weren't too bad, you know, your normal international flight. Um, mm-hmm. Then when we got to the airport, we ended up having to wait a few hours. And then this bus shows up to pick us up, and it's probably about half the size that we really need. Oh, <laughs> um, no. So they're, like, loading. Because we each had, you know, our personal luggage, and then we had, like, really huge duffel bags, and then four or five, like, treatment tables in bags. And uh-huh. so they had to get all of our bags up onto this rack on top of this bus, and then tie it down. And so oh my goodness. we were sitting like, you know, four to five to a row across. And like I was sitting on a piece of luggage with a piece of luggage That's in safe. my lap. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were like sardines in a can. And so we were also exhausted. I have pictures of us all like oh. fast uh, asleep. Was it hot? Yeah. It was oh, really hot. It's even worse. Yeah. Uh, no AC. And it was just like, oh. you're really hot. Um, but we, we made it there safely. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to get that there were some charity to fly them back here. Some yeah. prayers going up. Yeah. Yes. I bet. It was, uh, a little nerve wracking. Was that your first time doing kind of like a medical mission? Trip? No. Um, actually that was my third one. Okay. Where'd so, you go before that? Uh, I got to go to Costa Rica and yeah. Trinidad and Tobago. Nice. That's cool. Now, is it true? I don't know. It just Costa Rica it has a pretty good medical system. Does it not? Or... I don't know a ton about it. It says in um, Jurassic Park they did. Okay. <laughs> in the book they did, so that's why I asked. Yeah, um, yeah. they were definitely, um, you know, grateful for our help when we came in. Because um, okay. a lot of these trips, the people don't have access to, like, regular health care and medicines. Mm-hmm. Was it, and this so. is kind of out in the rural part, though, right? Or was it in, like, San Jose? Um, we were probably a couple hours from San Jose. Okay. Yeah, because we got to drive in and go to a, a football game. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Um, they always build in, like, one fun day on the trip. So oh. uh, we got to go ziplining, which yeah. was really cool, and then to a football game, and I feel like I'm missing one other event. We had... Did you see a volcano? No, we the did beach? not. Yes. We go. went surfing. Oh. This little Cajun cool. girl got up on a surfboard. Yeah. yeah. You stood up? I did. That's yeah. awesome. It was, it was really cool. Was that your first time? It was my first time surfing. Yes. Oh, man. See, I'm gonna do it. It was. I didn't make any like big waves. Who cares? But, um, it was the water warm though. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm not doing that in like California. It's too cold, and then I'll have a great white eat me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then I you was... have to help me with the scar afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was super nervous. Usually, adventure things don't really phase me too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was definitely nervous for oh, the, the surfing. The surfing, really? Yeah. Was Which it just the water or is it like just animals like, under the water? That no, you it see? wasn't the animals. Just um, like getting up in the waves and having a wave like come oh. and like oh. knock you down while you're trying to figure out your balance. Yeah. It's adversity. Um, it's a, it's a, <laughs> well, yeah, she freaks out in the open water. Yeah. I don't know. I love the water, but it's just... You love to look at it. Yeah. I like the sound of it, you know, but yeah. then going in, it freaks me out. That's why yeah. I have to... Have she like hangs on me. Like, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love the beach too. But yeah. I don't get too far out. Yeah. So wait, what did you do for fun then in Senegal? Uh, we actually had a, was it a long weekend? Yeah. So we did clinic for a couple of days and then we drove to this town and we stayed at this resort. Ah. So we actually had a shower because um, when you're there, you take a bucket bath. So there's yeah. one large bucket of water. And then yeah. you have a little bucket to like rinse. Uh-huh. So um, we had a bed and uh, a nice. shower and they had like a pool and it was right by the oh, beach. Oh, wow. Um, so we did a little shopping and then... Was it pretty then? It was. Okay. Took a really scary boat ride. It was so windy. Like I was like really nervous. Like <laughs> give me my life jacket to get on this oh. boat. Like... You don't realize too how much you take for granted, like a shower, until you're not able to have one. Yeah. And then you take it again. And you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like even yeah. after going camping overnight, you come back. And you're like, this is oh, great. hot water. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then what was your first trip? Uh, that one was to, Trin- to Trinidad. Oh, that's right. You said that. Okay. Yeah. And how was that? 
That uh, that one was good. Okay. Um, it sounds like you're going like Trinidad, Tobago, like very tropical, very nice. Costa Rica, pretty good. Then Senegal. Like, are they going to send you to like Iraq next time? <laughs> or? Uh, yeah, I don't have a next one uh, on the books as of right now. Yeah. So, um, do they do um, just one trip? Like, does that specific um, group do one trip a year or? Um, yes and no. Uh-huh. The um, the leader, Dwayne, takes several trips a year. Um, but every December, the allied health students go. Um, so that's like PTOT, nursing. We had audiology students the first time. Really? What is um, it? Audiology. audiology. Oh, wow. Um I'm smart. Yeah, they pulled a lot of interesting things out of people's ears, like little hair ties, like those little plastic rubber bands and like bugs and stuff out of earwax out of people's ears. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm good. Wow. <laughs> I'm good. I'll just I wouldn't have thought like I'll that. Donate. I'll <laughs> donate. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, so that trip happens every December and then they've got a couple of different med trips that happen regularly. Oh, okay. So I wasn't able to go on the December trip because I was about to move mm. back here. So, mm-hmm. uh, they had a PT need, so I hopped on the Cinnabal yeah. trip in June. So. Oh, that was just like this mm-hmm. this June. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Good. There's something in my eye. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have anything planned for coming up, right? Any trips planned? Not. Well, you're going back home, right? Well, or yeah. Uh, I go back home about once a month, definitely. Oh, really? Home. That often? Yeah, home That's for cool. the holidays. Um, so my dear friends moved to Alaska, and so That's that close. is my uh, my go. Hope for 2020 is to make it to Alaska. You're going to drive yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a client, actually, that moved, drove down here from Alaska. She said it was the most beautiful drive she's ever had. Yeah. Um, Until you probably get to, like, Arizona and then it's Yeah, my friend uh, and their dog and her mom drove from here really? all the way to Alaska. Wow. Like, Moving them. Yeah, it's like 40 hours or 48 hours. Yeah, it, it took them a long time because of the dog. Oh, oh just stop and let yeah, the dog yeah, out yeah. to go to the bathroom. Right, and there's bears chasing the dog, the dog out there, too. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're going to go visit? I would like to, yes. Yeah. I want to go. Or you could do a cruise. My parents have done that and said it was wonderful. Yeah. My friend, uh, I think I've, I've said this before, but my friend, uh, she does uh, cruises every year with her, her family, like a giant family. Um, and she said that the Alaskan cruise is by far the best one that she's oh. done so far. So... Highly recommend it from that? her, mm. not me, because I haven't done it yet. So, <laughs> oh, we we were gonna go to uh, Alaska last year. Mm. So last year, yeah. And then we we're like, oh, let's go up there. And then we decided we went to Yellowstone. So now we're oh, gonna, nice. we'll, go, we'll go to Denali soon. Yeah. I think what I I think I told you this that there's a bunch of flies and stuff there. And I was like, oh. really? flies and mosquitoes, like really Alaska? But yeah, I guess it's like. Crazy. Oh, I don't remember that tidbit. It's fine. You weren't involved in the planning process that much, I'm surprised it's warm enough for mosquitoes. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, at one point the other day it was colder here than it was in Alaska. Yeah. What did it? What did you just read? Something about? I read a lot of things. No, yeah. I know, but Alaska is going to be like dark for however many days. Oh, that now. one part of Alaska. I think Roy Ponder was talking about that. They're going to have like darkness for like three months straight now. They won't see wow. sun for three months. I could not do that. Mm-mm. Do not do well in the gloomy weather. No, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm built for it. Like I feel like, <laughs> I, I, feel like I haven't seen sun in like three years. Well, yeah. I, I just come out looking like Gollum every state morning. Right <laughs> yeah, just hunt Gollum. moose, <laughs> hunt moose in the dark. And just oh, have a UV light goodness. in your house that you go under or something. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if there's somebody that because we actually have a lot of people that listen out of the state, and actually we have some people out of the country. Hi, Chad. Hmm. Um, how? Is there somebody that you can refer? Like, do you have a network of people that, yes. that do this neuro con, something, kinetic, kinetic therapy. Th- therapy? Yes. I got it. Nailed. NKT. That's right. Yep. So, <laughs> so you could, you, you, if they reach out to you, you could kind of refer them out there? Yeah. So them? if you go to the neurokinetic therapy website, www.neuro.kinetic, K-I-N-E-T-I-C, therapy.com, uh-huh. um, there is a um, drop-down menu and you can search based on geographically where you're at to find a practitioner near you. That's really a cool thing. Cause I mean, not that many people do it, right? There are, uh, actually people all over the U S and even they teach classes all over the world. Um, in oh. different places. Well, they don't right? talk about it. Um, that much, but it's not, it's not super widely known. Like, is it catching on more? Um, it is growing internationally and there yeah, are, of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there 
there are classes that are held like all over the U.S. Like there was a level one class here in Dallas in October, because um, huh. there's three levels um, oh, to it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you mentioned that. And okay, yes. and, like to learn like how to do even more. Yeah, but... each one they it has different things that they focus on. Yeah, it's funny though. Once you start learning this, you start like, oh, that's what the problem is. Oh, that would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah. You know? I'm just, I, well, I wish I had learned it sooner. Well, I mean, if you guys couldn't tell, like <laughs> under my shirt, I'm covered in tattoos. Like it's a, it's a suit. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, um, it's a different way of looking at it, but it's one that makes complete sense in my head. Just. Yeah. I mean, you'll start looking at things in a different way and then you wonder like, oh, maybe that's why, like some people may not experience problems right away. Right. right. But then it would, as they get older and yep. then energy shut off. So like, like say somebody that's like, I don't know, wild at 21 and gets a belly button piercing, <laughs> they maybe not necessarily would have problems right away. Right. Right. So, cause you would probably, if you did, you would have been like, oh, this is weird. Maybe figured it out. But 10 years later, it kind of. It starts to rear its head and you see the problems. So if you, like, well, a lot of, like, um, women good, that, <laughs> no, a lot of people who get, or women that get C-sections, it's probably recommended then you just get the scars worked on. Because yeah, absolutely. The addressing it right away, like, after that incision is completely closed, um, like, you can start working on the scar mobility. And then it takes your brain usually, like, several months to... Be like, oh, okay, let me reassess what's happened to me here and then... Would, uh, would it be a faster rehab if they got it worked on right away? Like the time of working on it or as if, as opposed to them waiting years or is it still the same? It's, it was going to look a little different because you're not going to have to undo as much of uh, like... You just have to show all it where to go. All these compensation patterns. We can tell mm-hmm. it where to go for so it works correctly okay. like right away long term it would be so much better to address it so probably the right biggest away. thing that you would you'd come across is mostly like c-sections would be a, probably a really big one mm-hmm. right because i mean it's abdominal and it's pretty intense and sports people <laughs> athletes yeah oh, that is that, that is amazing so that would be that would be just well it's it's weird that when you think about it how women have like this pretty invasive and traumatic surgery but after after you're all stitched up you just go home mm-hmm. and yeah. there's not really They're like bye see yeah you. they don't even take the time like because if you if you like broke your ankle or you had surgery on something they'll yeah. make you go to pt mm-hmm. but after yeah that's a good point yeah after, i mean they make you get up and walk right away right yeah but and, you don't go and you then don't here's your pain go and see somebody yeah but they don't to go teach you how to refine your core muscles yeah. and move properly and Right, because I mean, they, they assume that if it's just it's stitched up, it'll 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 go again. Yeah, which it will. It's just gonna not, not end up with long term problems. Yeah, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, you're only carrying that a baby like you know make your and your cord like doesn't this. work and your back hurts and you're not sleeping and then you're mad you divorce your husband. Get married <laughs> <a Brazilian guy. laughs> oh, long term effects. Huh? Yeah, that's wild. But that's no, that's great that we can talk about that because it's I don't know. That's like now knowing what we know now because of, you know, now knowing we know now now because well, of now, because, no, because of being introduced to you, um, we can help talk about it. Yeah. 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 Like I think a lot of people should check you out or if they don't live here, check yep. somebody out yeah. in neurokinetic. No. Yes. Yes. yes neurokinetic yes. therapy. Yes. Good, job. Good job. So if you had a real one again, sorry. I'm excited. <laughs> if you had, I don't know, three pieces of advice, three pieces of advice for someone in who's dealing with an injury, what would you tell them? Just um, right here. First piece of advice would be to actually listen to your body because most people will try to like, oh, no pain, no gain. Well, mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. some instances when where that's true. Like, for example, if you've had a knee replacement, like, yes, it's going to hurt mm. to get to the rehab. You have to push through that. But, um, but there is rehab for that, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, so if you are hurt, that's your body's way of trying to tell you, hey, I need help somehow. Mm-hmm. So um, some wisdom there can go a long way in preventing further injuries down the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the next piece of advice would be to really be aware of like your posture. Um, yeah, so, so I'm just sitting on my feet, uh, to get in the shot here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like having good posture, um, and not holding your breath and actually breathing properly. I'm just can... holding my breath just now. <laughs> She's well, talking we'll to, have you. to We'll have to check you out later. Um, that really goes a long way. And then, hmm, number three, um, stretching and foam rolling is not your answer to every problem or pain your body might have. It is appropriate at some times, but you might actually be taking away stability your brain is trying to create and end up actually hurting yourself more once you foam roll out that stability. So. Because that, turn, that turns off muscles, right? When you foam roll it? Does it do that? Uh, it can. Okay. Yeah. So, to, okay, actually. Because, like, didn't question. you tell us about, was it you that said they, they foam rolled before they were doing a bench press? Or what were they doing? I've had clients tell me that they foam rolled. Oh, no, rolled. he stood up. He was trying to get up. That's it. Yeah, and foam rolled and went to stand up and, like, had a shoulder dislocate Ugh. after foam rolling. That's why I don't foam roll. I don't um, want these injuries. <laughs> that's a pretty drastic thing, but. So, don't foam roll before heavy weightlifting. It's not. Probably a good yeah, it's not the best way to warm up. Okay. Good so to know. it would be more beneficial as a cool down. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Good Interesting. advice. Good so advice. they can find you at Cedar Physical Therapy. No, I screwed that up already. Right? Wait, you're going for website? Website. CedarPTWellness.com. CedarPTWellness.com. Cedar. Cedar yes. And they can email you at Jennifer at CedarPTWellness.com. Yes. And they can find her on Facebook. Yes. Do you have a page or is it just your... Uh, I do. Um, my personal one is Jennifer Malasan and then I also have a page, Cedar Physical Therapy and Wellness. All right. So they can um, email you. They can check out the NKT website, which yeah. is neurokinetictherapy.com. Therapy. Yes. Yeah. Um, or can Instagram can follow neurokinetic therapy. Um, what about Snapchat? Can they snap you? <laughs> I am not on Snapchat. <laughs> Are you on TikTok? No. I'm pretty, pretty sure. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for being our first guest. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. We'll a lot of people reach out to you because they need to. Cool. Thank yeah. you. All right. Thanks.